It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins. You can read me on SI.com, RedskinsReport.com. That's right. New URL, new branding, uh, RedskinsReport.com is where you want to go check us out. Uh, and make it a staple as well. You can listen to me on 106.7 The Fan and the Radio.com app, wherever you might be. And we also, and much appreciate you doing this, put up daily, Monday through Friday, one in five-minute Google News Initiative updates. So all sorts of analysis and opinions and news and information about your favorite football team, the Washington Redskins. So that's part and in conjunction with Locked on Redskins. Uh, So all available. Just go to Google and say, hey, Google, play me Locked on Redskins. And away you go. All right. So a couple of things uh, to get into on this episode. We'll try and keep this as short as we possibly can. I thought it was interesting today, uh, meaning Tuesday, as I record this, Tuesday night, that Case Keenum came out in an interview with J.P. Finley of uh, NBCSportsWashington.com and NBC Sports Washington on television. Uh, And in full disclosure, J.P. does a very popular podcast. Um, And, you know, I certainly would encourage you to listen to as much Redskins content as you can. Just make sure that you're not forgetting about your friend, your pal, uh, right here on the Locked on Redskins uh, podcast and as well on those Google News Initiative updates that we just mentioned. But Case Keenum, uh, apparently, you know, JP got a hold of him and uh, they had developed some sort of, you know, relationship, of course, as the starting quarterback. during. And I wasn't really around during that time. Uh, so by the time I got to covering the team on a day-in, day-out basis again in the locker room, Case Keenum wasn't playing, Uh, but Case Keenum told J.P. Finley that it's unlikely that he's coming back to the Redskins. He said, quote, unquote, probably not. And he also thinks that the Redskins are Dwayne Haskins' team right now. All right, so let's take a couple of these things and chew them up, right? It shouldn't be a shock that Case Keenum is probably not, to use his words, coming back. He is a... Free agent, it's a new coaching staff, a new offensive coordinator, a new system, a new everything. It's more than likely that they have somebody that they've targeted and somebody that they like and somebody that's familiar with their system and somebody that they want more than somebody that's just left over. We all knew Colt McCoy had no chance of coming back. I mean, again, the Redskins threw Colt McCoy in the trash bin when they fired Jay Gruden. And after that week five loss against New England, which was the only time that Colt McCoy played uh, and started. 
So we all knew that. I mean, Colt McCoy didn't even come back with the team on the final. He wasn't the only one. There were a couple. Uh, Jim Tom Sula, I think, stayed behind, whatever. Uh, and he's now with Dallas. Just using that as an example. Case Keenum, we weren't sure because we didn't know, quite honestly, what Scott Turner and what Ron Rivera thought of Case Keenum. Now, there is no known connection to them. So you had that. Um, certainly it would help if Case Keenum had cross paths. There's no known connection that I've been able to figure out between Case Keenum, who's bounced around all over the place with the Vikings and the Broncos and the Rams and um, the Texans and all that stuff. Um, so there's no known connection. But that didn't mean that he couldn't come back. And it still doesn't mean that he couldn't come back. When he says probably not, I take that to mean, you know, that might be him just being pessimistic in general, and B, that he hasn't heard from Rivera or Scott Turner yet, which is understandable. And the other thing that is kind of in conjunction with, you know, it's Dwayne Haskins' team now, is he might be looking at it, well, wait a second. I'm not going anywhere where I believe the starter is already anointed and where I believe no matter what I do, no matter how good I am, no matter what I bring to the table, that I'm going to be the backup. Now, maybe that's the wrong attitude for Case Keenum to take. Um, you can certainly make an argument that it is far from a sure thing that Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starter week one for the Washington Redskins. There's performance, there's evaluation, and then there's staying healthy. And you guys know I can't control what the Redskins and what Rivera and Scott Turner think of Dwayne Haskins, my senses, it's only my sense, uh, from reading their comments, from hearing their comments, and from putting two and two together, and from a little bit of conversation that I've had around the league, is that they like him, but they're not totally sold on him. They're not totally sold on him. And the other part of this is, and again, I'm going to be the only one that says this all off season. Okay, so remember this when it happens or to be fair, when it doesn't happen, but you won't know when it doesn't like like you're going to have to go a while before you say, well, it's not going to happen. Right. And even then it could happen. Right. Even when you think you're out of the woods, Dwayne Haskins was injured in two of the three games, the last three games that he played. He was injured in Green Bay, hobbling around on a bad ankle, should have come out of that game for a little while. Didn't give him credit. Stayed in the game. Uh, the, the the Redskins lost that game, but he played valiantly, right? But he didn't really do anything until the game was kind of decided and there was just a couple of minutes left. But then he looked pretty sharp. The other game that he was hurt in was the New York Giants. So they, in between the Green Bay game and the Giant game, he played very well against Philadelphia. But against the Giants early in the third quarter, again, playing very well in the first half, he gets hurt. Now, this is not meant to be a criticism of Dwayne Haskins. This is just simply reality. There's a small sample size here. Now, there's a sample size before that that would suggest, you know, that he's not going to get injured in, in frequently in every game. But as he got better, as he got more comfortable, as they asked him to do more, the injuries piled up. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to automatically carry over, but generally speaking, once a player is injury-prone or shows some sort of 
history of injury, and it's granted a very, very, very small sample size. Once that happens, generally speaking, it's really hard to avoid injury. It's possible, but it's very hard. So I think the Redskins need to not only have a veteran quarterback that could play if something long-term happens to Dwayne Haskins, but they need to make sure said veteran quarterback is ready to go from Jump Street from the start. Because, again, we don't know if Dwayne Haskins is going to get hurt in the preseason. We have no idea. I mean, we don't know for anybody, right? But, again, two out of the last three games he played, he got hurt. So they need to figure out a way to have a quarterback in here because nobody can count on Alex Smith. And even if Alex Smith gets a clean bill of health and starts training camp and all that, which I still would doubt, there's no way I'm putting my stock in Alex Smith to stay healthy and be healthy and be right and be good enough to play the quarterback position and move around. No chance. No chance. So... The bottom line is this. The Redskins are going to need a veteran quarterback. And even though Case Keenum right now doesn't know Ron Rivera or more specifically Scott Turner's system, the fact is is that he's bounced around so much that he can probably learn it pretty quickly and I would think he would come cheap, relatively speaking. Uh, His deal, remember, that he was being paid last year like $7 million was part of a restructured deal with the Broncos from the massive contract that he signed, massive short, uh, is strong. The big contract that he signed after going to the championship game with Minnesota in 2017. So the Redskins were only paying him $3.5 million next year. I would imagine that's what they would have to pay him a minimum of this year. So they may not want to do that, and I understand that because of Alex Smith's $21 million, Dwayne Haskins, uh, and, you know, then you're going to add another three, three and a half million, whatever it is for Case Keenum. You might want to go for a cheaper option. I do. I, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, there is one veteran free agent quarterback that I know would probably mesh well. I've mentioned it a couple of times, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think the Redskins are going to have the money or want to spend all that money, but they better get somebody, and they better get somebody that can play right away. That's what I'll say, and that's how I'll leave that particular thing. Coming up next, their former quarterback doing just fine and dandy, thanks. That's next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days that you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, fellas. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. They're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. 
Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Guys, what's going on? It's Chris Russell here. You know, we talk about physical fitness a lot. You've got to be physically fit to play professional football. But there's another side of the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body. And Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. Who doesn't need that? I know I need it. For LeBron James, sleep is as important of his mental fitness routine as anything else. He says getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. Maybe that's why I'm so stressed out. For a limited time, you and me. Our listeners can join LeBron James in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash locked on. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started right now at calm.com slash locked on. That's calm.com slash locked on. All right, so Kirk Cousins is a pro bowler for the second time in his NFL career. Remember, he... Was a Pro Bowler once with the Redskins following the 2016 season, almost a 5,000-yard season. He replaced Aaron Rodgers then, and guess what? He replaces Aaron Rodgers again for this Sunday's Pro Bowl in Orlando, Florida, as the Minnesota Vikings quarterback takes over for Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, who got eliminated in the conference championship game in the last place Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure, wanted to be, was in the Pro Bowl and to play more football. So it makes sense, obviously, that Kirk Cousins is there. Now listen, he doesn't throw for 5,000 yards with Minnesota. They just don't do that. He only threw for 3,600 yards, but he had, I think, 26 touchdowns and six interceptions. Uh, I believe uh, 3,603 yards in 15 games in 15 games because they sat the quarterback and the starters, meaning Cousins, um, in the final game of the season because they had a, a spot locked up. I think it was 26, yeah, 26 touchdowns and just six interceptions for Cousins. Plus, they authored the road upset in New Orleans against Drew Brees and the Saints. Maybe got away with one late there, but the bottom line is, is Kirk Cousins did what everybody said he couldn't do and... Yeah, they struggled at times against the Packers on a Monday night football game late without Dalvin Cook and without his backup running back, which, again, shouldn't be just charged to Kirk Cousins. When they were healthy, they went to New Orleans and beat the New Orleans Saints and eliminated them, a team that a lot of people picked to make it to the Super Bowl. So give Kirk Cousins credit. He makes his second Pro Bowl. Again, he has played in every game that he's been allowed to play in. Since becoming a starter in 2015, 16 games in each of the three years for the Redskins, 16 starts, 16 games, 16 starts in a 2018 disappointing year for the Minnesota Vikings in terms of making the playoffs. They were right there, had a chance. He didn't play well. Yes, but they didn't play well either. In 2019, he started and played in the first 15 games and then again was purposely sat to prevent injury and all that. So that's the first game he hasn't played in. And again, not his fault, not his choice. I'm sure he would have played uh, and been just fine. Kirk Cousins doesn't get hurt or hasn't gotten hurt. And that's 
what leads us, you know, moving forward and what we were just talking about with Dwayne Haskins and what the problem was with Alex Smith and what the problem has been for the Washington Redskins at the quarterback position since letting go of Kirk Cousins. We all know that Alex Smith had an unfortunate, terrible, awful, just like, how do you explain? We all know this. The Redskins aren't at fault for that. But as I explain all the time, the Redskins are at fault for jumping into bed, for sleeping with Alex Smith, for lack of a better term, and giving him a four-year, $95 million contract extension when they had one year left on the deal when they made the deal. Granted, you didn't want necessarily to go into another one-year referendum when you're trading Kendall Fuller and when you're trading a third-round pick. So I do understand, I do understand some sort of dilemma here. And at some point, you have to make a commitment to somebody but they couldn't wait to make a commitment to uh, to Alex Smith. They wouldn't make that same commitment to Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins is way better than Alex Smith. Always has been. Now, Alex Smith is very good at running a game, you know, running a team and 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 uh, veteran leadership and clubhouse. This and he's the nicest guy in the world. And um, he didn't turn the ball over. He just didn't make any plays either. There were how many games in a row did Alex Smith throw for one hundred and seventy six yards? Now, the Redskins were winning as a team. They were winning as a team. So a lot of people got hoodwinked into thinking Alex Smith was playing well. That was not the case. That was not the case. And after that, Colt McCoy got hurt. Go figure. Now, Mark Sanchez was yanked. But even Josh Johnson got hurt. Now, he finished up the year. But his injury at the end of last year prevented him uh, from, I think, catching on with another team or uh, going to the XFL. I can't remember the whole deal, but I remember all that. Dwayne Haskins, as we just mentioned, hurt in two of his last three games. Case Keenum hurt several times at Minnesota, at the Giants, late in the Monday night game against the Chicago Bears. Colt McCoy Cleared to return to training camp at the start. Never was right. Completely missed. Just a complete disaster. Just a complete disaster. I don't know if that's all Larry has, but certainly he's part of it. All bad luck. I don't know. But every quarterback for the Redskins has been hurt, except for the one that they couldn't wait to get rid of. They couldn't wait to divorce themselves from. So hopefully the Redskins have a much better plan of attack moving forward. Because one thing we have found out for sure over the last two years, when six different NFL quarter or six different quarterbacks have started NFL games, regular season games for the Washington Redskins, and again, all of them except for Sanchez, who stunk and retired immediately, have been hurt. All of them. All of them. McCoy, uh, Josh Johnson, Alex Smith. Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum. I mean, all of them outside of Mark Sanchez. So, you know, so five of the six have been hurt and various times. So the Redskins have an interesting dilemma. Do they go after a star-studded, star-studded free agent class? Or do they draft a quarterback? The Senior Bowl is going on this week in Mobile, Alabama. I'm looking forward to catching up. Uh, with that, 
here over the next day or two watching a bunch of the practices and catching up with all the information there and all the quarterbacks down there because it's very possible that the Redskins go the Gardner Minshew Jacksonville route, right? Where you you spend a lot of money on a free agent veteran quarterback like Nick Foles. You don't have a lot of money to go out and get another veteran in case something goes wrong. Foles stinks. Foles gets injured, which both things happened. And so they drafted Gardner Minshew in the sixth round, and he was fine. He did an adequate job. He recovered. He, you know, he, he did okay. Maybe more than okay, but the Jaguars didn't win a lot of games. Now, there was a lot of reasons for that, right? But the point of the matter is, is do you go that way and spend no money and draft somebody in the fourth, fifth, sixth round, somewhere in that range, and have them be your backup, hoping that Alex Smith is ready, and you go that route as opposed to signing a veteran free agent? Or do you sign a veteran free agent? Do you... You're still stuck with Alex Smith, whether he can play or he didn't, in terms of the signing, in terms of the salary cap money. And do you, you again, do you draft a, do you sign a veteran quarterback and then still draft a young quarterback to get in the building, to get in the system, to get developed? Because you know, next year, meaning 2021, you're not going to have said veteran quarterback. And you're going to need that rookie, that draft pick, to be ready to go. And you could have practice squad. You could have three active quarterbacks on their right. You're not going to have four. But if Alex Smith isn't ready to go, which, again, the presumption is that he's not, then if you draft a kid, fifth, sixth round, if you sign a veteran and you have Dwayne Haskins, now you have three active quarterbacks on your 53-man roster, which the numbers work because Alex Smith would go on, you know, pup or, or or whatever, whatever list, the season pup, all that. Injured reserve maybe, who knows. So that's kind of the dilemma that the Redskins are facing. When we finish up the Locked on Redskins podcast, there are some big-time free agents available. I'd be awfully tempted, and I'm really curious to see how this works out. Yeah, a lot of quarterback talk right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, Also, it looks like, looks like, um, I'll be catching up with Mike Shanahan early next week as his son gets ready to be the head coach in San Francisco for the Super Bowl. First ever father-son concert. So hopefully we'll be able to bring some of that for you. Uh, Mike has promised uh, to do an interview with us. uh, And as well, um, hopefully get some other... Uh, feedback and some other people on here that I've known and that I've worked with on Kyle Shanahan's uh, influence and Kyle Shanahan's growth uh, into a Super Bowl head coach. We know he's been the offensive coordinator in a Super Bowl before. That was a couple of years ago for Atlanta as they gagged up that 28-3 lead. But we will wrap it up with free agent quarterback Apalooza next. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
All right, so away we go as we wrap things up here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Yeah, I, I realize the free agent class for veteran quarterbacks was really, really, really good this year. Did not realize how good it is and how crazy it is, right? Because forever we thought, you don't let a good quarterback get to free agency. You don't do that. But the problem is, is the financials and the numbers and the long-term commitment that these guys and their agents want is so extreme, is so absurd now after the Redskins blew out the quarterback market, which led to the three-year, $84 million fully guaranteed deal from Kirk Cousins, and then subsequent extensions for guys like Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff and others after that, which further blew out the market once again. It was set by the Redskins, we should point out. Uh, and maybe it was likely going here anyway. I'm sure it was. Um, but the Redskins set it by franchise tagging Kirk Cousins twice. Make no mistake about that. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. They did. Bruce Allen, Mr. Smarty Pants, uh, did that. So, anyway, we have in this free agent class Tom freaking Brady, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Marcus Mariota, eh, Jameis Winston, eh, Ryan Tannehill, eh, but guys that have won games, Teddy Bridgewater, the guy that I think if the Redskins are going to get a veteran quarterback, that should be the guy that they should target. Now, whether they should can get him based on the financials, I don't know. I don't know what Teddy Bridgewater is looking for. Last year, he's willing to stay with the Saints, I think, on a one-year $7 million deal to be Drew Brees' backup. He ultimately started, I think, four or five games, played reasonably well. I assume he's looking for essentially a guaranteed starter spot. I don't know if he's going to get it. Maybe he can, maybe, you know, maybe the L.A. Chargers, uh, some sort of situation like that. Maybe he's brought into Chicago and he feels he can beat out Mitch Trubisky. Uh, again, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, maybe Drew Brees leaves New Orleans. Maybe Tom Brady leaves New England. Jameis Winston. Uh, now, there's all sorts of rumors that Phillip Rivers is going to go to Tampa, and that makes sense. Tennessee has two free agent quarterbacks. New Orleans has two free agent quarterbacks. Tom Brady, again, a free agent. I mean, it is crazy. Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, just those names alone. Eli Manning could be added to this mix. Now, nobody thinks Eli Manning's great, you know, but there could be others. There could be others. Trade, release. I, you know, I mean, I don't know, but there could be others. It's just crazy to think about. And as Rick Snyder wrote for the SI.com and now RedskinsReport.com website that I run and I talk about quite a bit, said, you know, all these star names, this headlining group of free agent quarterbacks, and the Redskins might not be involved in any of them. They might just draft a guy again in the fifth or sixth round. So the bottom line is this. I think they'll be in on one of these guys. Uh, Dak Prescott, another name that we totally forgot to mention here. I talked about him so much on the radio on Tuesday afternoon. Dak Prescott, free agent. I think he'll be franchise tagged in Dallas. So I don't think he'll actually be available. I mean, of course, he could be available via trade if you want to give the Cowboys essentially two first-round picks. But the Redskins aren't doing that. So Dak Prescott's another name in this group. It's just incredible to think of all the possible scenarios. We will see what happens. Just wanted to throw that out to you again. Teddy Bridgewater, the name that makes the most sense. Maybe you can get Teddy Bridgewater here on a two-year deal, have him truly compete with Dwayne Haskins, have an injury offset 
for Dwayne Haskins, either or, you give yourself protection, but they have so much money that they owe for Alex Smith under the cap, it's going to be really hard to justify another six, seven, eight million dollars per year under the cap if you're bringing in somebody that's worth it. If you're bringing in Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's, you know, I mean, you're going to get Ryan Fitzpatrick. Just saying. And a late note that I was able to confirm on Tuesday night, former Redskins head coach Jay Gruden is indeed going to the Jacksonville Jaguars as their new offensive coordinator. We wish Jay all the best. He was a good head coach, and he'll do just great down in Jacksonville. Good luck, Jay. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.